This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness, one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. Hello there. Welcome to All Things Therapy podcast. I am Lisa Tahir, your host. And I am so excited about today's guest because he's a dear friend of mine in Los Angeles. We met through mutual friends and have nurtured each other in our book writing journeys. And I'm just so delighted today to share with you my dear friend, Corey Lyon Folsom. We're going to be discussing this book today, Soul Statements, if you're watching on video. And before I bring Corey live and tell you more about him, I just want to share that I would love to connect with you if you're looking for an intuitive psychotherapist, somebody to help you feel better about yourself, about your life. I am taking new clients. Do reach out to me, lisa at nolatherapy.com. That's my website. It stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy, N-O-L-A therapy.com. And if you enjoy my podcast, I'd really appreciate if you went to the platform where you're listening and gave a five-star review as well as a written rating. I've been doing that for the podcast hosts that I enjoy, and it means so much. So for this show and any others that you listen to, please do that for us. It it exposes the show to more listeners, and that's why we do this, to really create community. And I'd love to create that community with you and others. Let me tell you more about Corey Lyon Folsom. He is a highly regarded love and relationship coach and certified Tantra educator who has introduced people from all over the world to spiritual sexuality and now has a new book out to help you called Soul Statements. Soul Statements is a guide to help you become a better communicator by making small internal shifts in the way you think and believe about yourself that create benefits in love and in your life. And I'm going to bring you in the stream, Corey. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Hi, Lisa. Hi, it's good to see you today. How are you? Indeed. I'm glad to be here for a second visit to the podcast. I know. And this time with your book out. <laughs> it has been in gestation and rightfully so because Y'all, I was just telling Corey privately that that this book, Soul Statements, has helped me when I've struggled in my own confidence and self-esteem. And sometimes I think some of us might waver in our, our importance and our value. And there was a day that I was really looking for a statement for myself to anchor to. And I happened to read an early part of your book. And you talked about a soul statement as I am a treasure. And that really resonated. Will you share with us what a soul statement is and how it can help? Certainly. A soul statement is a present time reminder of what is true and good and unchanging about yourself, about your essence. And so you can, uh, when there's those moments of doubt or indecision or, or, or hopelessness or whatever it may be, if you're, if you're just not in your um, uh, most resourced state, then 
you can pull out a soul statement, you know, I am a treasure. I can call upon the grit inside me. My soul knows what to do. And that is a tool to calibrate your surface thoughts with your deeper knowing. Like I call it an emotional postcard from your center. Wow. I love when you speak about recalibrating. Can you say more about that? Well, we all have the this voice in our head and it's not always the most saying the most helpful things. And sometimes it's even catastrophizing mm -hmm. and thinking of what could go wrong or what's the worst thing that could happen. And yeah, you know, I still find myself with those thoughts coming in and oftentimes I'll kind of give it a smirk. I'll go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm thinking that again. <laughs> yes. And so that's my cue to pull out a relevant soul statement. I mean, some people like to have a soul statement that counteracts specifically that particular thought. Mm -hmm. And some people just have one soul statement that they just apply to everything like I am enough or I got this and that's fine as well. And so um, if I remember, if I'm, if I'm doubting myself perhaps or indecision, I could have a soul statement that says my heart is a trusted guide mm. and just bring, just take a breath, feel the truth of that allow my cells to say yes and vibrate a little bit and go, oh yeah, mm -hmm, that's totally true. And so then that then leads to the next thought being a better one. And this, I made a note about using our inner voice as a constructive ally. And this is how it's done in what you're sharing right now. Exactly so. And one of the beauties of a soul statement is that you can create them in advance. It, like you're, you're giving yourself a little mini script and so of how you speak to yourself. And so uh, I'm a big fan of spending quiet time every day. And yeah. so um, it, it, and that may look differently for a lot of people. For instance, some people, their quiet time is when they're working out really hard, but that's when their mind is quiet. And um, for some people, it's in the ocean body surfing or other people, it's just taking a stroll through a park and just letting um, experiencing like a forest bathing or uh, the sights and sounds of the birds and not having your mind doing a conversation, an internal conversation. And uh, so for me, it's actually just sitting and, and just being. And so at those times, our soul naturally bubbles up with our own essence with the truth, with a truth. And we're, we're contacting our real self. And so those are times to say, what's really true for me? What is true about me, about my essence? And so you can develop one or more soul statements from those times of introspection and quietness. And then they're, they're like in your, in your little uh, pocket for, for when you need them for when you need them. And, you know, how did you come to write this book? Because the soul statements that you give in your book and the stories you tie them to as a wilderness guide and leading people on, on wilderness journeys and vision quests, like this has been a long time in the making. How did this all come together for you, Corey? 
Yeah, I was leading groups of people in the wilderness uh, from a decade plus, and there's always issues, there's always challenges, uh, and group dynamics, learning to live as a pseudo family for six or eight or more weeks. And basically, we just are learning how to be human with each other, how to be honest and vulnerable and how to respect honesty and, and honor vulnerability. And so, you know, I went from that and then later um, uh, coaching people uh, through, you know, we get to these difficult moments, these, these times where we choose to give a meaning to something that happened. And I, I can remember uh, listening to Tony Robbins speak one time and he said, our brains are not designed to make us happy. They're designed to look for what's wrong. Mm. And what's wrong is always available, but okay. so is what's right. And I started, I thought a lot about that. And then working with my coaching clients, when they get to it, that these moments, I say, what's, what are you telling yourself on the inside at that time? Yes. And so it's typically a self-derogatory or just critical message. And I thought that's the time we want to give ourselves a better message. And so that's how it developed. And then I thought, oh, I'll write a blog about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually hired a writing coach yes. who, said, who helped me, who helped show me how it could be a, a, a actual book. And so here you are. You know, this is just a question I jot down, and I don't know if this feels like a good time to explore it, but I noticed so many parallels where when you just talked about yourself on wilderness expedition, rock climbing expeditions, ice climbing, and the way that you have led people as a guide, and then now how you guide clients through kind of their inner terrain. Like, can you talk to us about these parallels and metaphors? Because there were just so many that were just poignant to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I know in the wilderness, it's a little, sometimes a little more obvious that we have to rely on each other. And there are larger forces at play, whether it's the weather, darkness, <laughs> unexpected storms, or just the change of seasons or some big feature that we have to cross. And so people's differences can become assets depending on the situation. One person shines crossing a raging stream and the other person maybe has um, shines when we're trying to find our way at night and, mm. or whatever it may be. And so we had to find solutions to these unexpected obstacles constantly, semi-constantly yeah. for which there was no, manual, no playbook, no instructions. We just learn to rely on each other. We learn to um, uh, deal with frustration. And we got to see how if we dealt with our frustration poorly, it had an effect on everyone else, a negative effect. Okay. And so we get to see where we need work <laughs> because yeah. of this impact on other people. And so we also learned that clear upfront communication, uh, consideration for others, uh, asking for help, working together, empathy, uh, kindness, 
how how um, much a difference that made, and it just change it would change everything with a simple uh, bit of tolerance or patience, <laughs> and yeah. letting somebody work through whatever they're working through, and so especially the unexpected kindness um, has just such an outsized impact. And so uh, also in the wilderness, we, I, we could see the power of alone time. I used to send my uh, students off for an hour after about midday to be by themselves. They could, you know, to write in their journal and to just be, not talk to anyone else. Wow. And um, that was a, a very, a time that generated insights. Absolutely. And really being clarity. You talk also about clarity and how soul statements can increase our inner clarity. Share more Mm -hmm. about that with us. Well, it's life is a bit of a process of forgetting. Mm. I forget who I am. I forget what I'm about. I forget why I'm here from time to time. And the soul statement that ready-made thing in your pocket that you go, oh, you know, I'm in a bit of distress or I'm confused or just, I don't quite know what's happening. You're like, oh, I can reach in and remember that, you know, I can trust my deep knowing to guide me or there is strength in my center. And so that bit of clarity, that reminder of who and what and how I am and the this the me that I want to live as uh, just brings a person back. And it, it's that inner dialogue, you know, can spiral you down as we've all done, but it can also spiral you up. Yes. Yes. And that's what soul statements are. They're statements to lift us up from the inside out, regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on externally, which is so important because our external environment is, is often changing and our internal environment can stay calm and strong and steady. And that's what your soul statements are mm-hmm. for me, like anchors to stay steady. Absolutely. And uh, like, a, you know, sometimes it can feel like you're, you're in a little one person rowboat <laughs> in a choppy sea, yeah. you know, and that's, that'll, you know, keep the boat afloat, so to speak. And I also wanted to say that when you when you have that thought, you declare that soul statement, and your 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 bones feel it. Yeah, that the feeling that this thought generates, I think, is more important than the thought. Oh, I love the, that. The, yeah. the emotion is what will move mountains. It will what will get us to um, realign in the proper direction, and so and the the feeling is what our body uh, hears, so to speak. Yes, that vibration Mm -hmm. of emotion. Mm -hmm. Can you say a little more about that? Because that actually is so powerful. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, in in any affirmation, I I, I put the soul statement as kind of a subset among greater the affirmation world. Uh, And you know, you want to emotionally inhabit the statement, the affirmation, and um, because you want it to wash through your whole body and you want it to, you know, um, 
glow out into your to your aura and your environment. And so you're not it's not just a mental exercise affirming what you you know wish to become or wish to be or wish to feel. You're feeling it in real time. The soul yeah. statement is a very real time experienced. Otherwise, you know, that realignment recalibration just isn't isn't near as effective. Um, and it, it all, also, I like that it, it brings a person's attention to their deeper resources, to their deeper resourcefulness, their yes. resource state. And so it automatically brings me just down into a more resource state. Like, uh, you know, um, I have a certainty that's deeper than my thoughts. Um, what's right about me is always available. And so that's a more resourced place from which to take the next step, think the next thought, do the next better action. And it's an empowered position within ourselves as well, is what I hear you saying. Absolutely. Corey, when we come back, I want you to share about the way that your work has been influenced by your Tantra background. And I want to share Magic Mind with our listeners and viewers. So just like a soul statement powers your mind and your emotions, magic mind powers your body and ability to flow with less stress. And that's because magic mind is a little two ounce drink that is filled with nootropics. Nootropics are things that are anti-inflammatories and antioxidants. And in magic mind, there are amazing ingredients like lion's mushrooms, cordyceps mushrooms, echinacea, ashwagandha, vitamin C, turmeric, natural remedies that are proven to reduce oxidative stress on our cells. And as my listener, Magic Mind is offering you to try them out at either 56% off a monthly subscription or 20% off a single order if you just want to try it out first and see how you like it. It's a green herbaceous little shot that I'll mix with water or I'll mix it with club soda or I'll mix it with some coconut milk or almond milk. You can also just take the shot and it it's really like a delicious way to start your day and I notice feeling more relaxed and focused and present to attend to my emails and the things of the day. And I've actually gone from drinking three cups of black coffee, which I can't even believe I ever did, to just one because Magic Mind has ceremonial grade matcha in it, which has a compound L-theanine that works in concert with caffeine to extend the positive effects of productivity and focus without needing more of it. And if you used to be a big caffeine drinker, you know it leaves you feeling jittery and your stomach kind of torn up. And I'm so glad not to feel that anymore because of Magic Mind. Check them out. Go to magicmind.co forward slash Lisa, my first name, and use discount code Lisa for that 56% off a monthly subscription or 20% off a single order. And I'm going to bring you back in, Corey. Hello. Hey there. So I I really am so interested. I love your background. I had you on the podcast before to talk about being a Tantra coach and educator. How does that fit in to soul statements and the way that you work with people now? Well, 
for for me personally, the the tantra just has ended up just being woven into the fabric of who I am and how I am in the world. And the way I think of it is Tantra is essentially an attitude and a practice of paying attention to the moment. And implied in that is a certain acceptance of um, acceptance of what is. And so, and to me, the more deeply you inhabit a given moment, the more you're being tantric. And in order to get there, that I think the primary tantric technique, if you will, is to slow down, okay. to, to just slow down and pay attention to what's occurring and, and look for wonder. And a soul statement could be living in wonder is a gift and a joy. Uh, and another concept that I really like in Tantra is that the same creator who made your mind made your body including the parts we don't usually talk about. And yeah. with Tantra, we learn to hold uh, union, sexual union as a holy sacrament and hold it that way in your heart. And I like to think of sex as, as an acronym for sacred energy exchange. Yes. And, and I also like to think of um, when two people come together that they each have a flame of love in their heart. And and that the one flame can kind of touch and join and and burn brighter as 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 one larger flame, and so um, a soul statement and goes along with that might be: I have a beloved that lives within, mm. or I have a flame of truth and light and love in me, uh, and uh, or my center informs me as I love my partner. Oh, I love that. And there's I actually this little thing, I, I wrote it in the book, which is uh, a tantric secret, if you will, that yeah. stillness contains more pleasure than movement. And so if in a, in a tantric practice, a very common one is where you're sitting knee to knee with someone and you're just gazing into each other's eyes. And it's a little bit of a misnomer uh, to phrase it like that because the technique is actually to look at one of their eyes and they pick, it doesn't matter which one you pick necessarily. Yeah. And they choose one of your eyes to look at uh, because if you're trying to look at, you're so close. And if you're trying to look at both eyes, you don't realize it, but your eyes are flicking back and forth. This yes. one and so if you just pick one and look at it, then it's a steady gaze, which is nicer for the other person. Um, yeah. And so, but that practice of eye gazing can just be so deepening and ultimately pleasurable to feel so connected and alive and joyous and, uh, you know, sending love through your eyes, receiving love mm -hmm. through your eyes. And, uh, and we can even uh, say as a way to support that, how slow can I go? How deep can I blow? And uh, yeah. And to deepen that experience with a partner, might you even place a hand on their heart and they would place a hand on your heart? Absolutely. So, you know, borrowing from Reiki in, in any hands-on healer, they're, they're sending 
healing that's flowing through them and coming out through the palms of their hands. And so there's no reason you can't do that within a, a tantric setting. And, you know, that's where the, how deep can I glow? How, how can my love extend from, you know, and you don't, it doesn't have to be hand to hand. It can just be directly from your heart. You can radiate love outward. I, I call it a heart on. Yes. <laughs> I like that. A heart on. <laughs> I like that, Corey. So I'm curious for, for someone listening or watching our conversation and noting that they have some thoughts that are really hurting them. How would, how would you advise, how do you start with people and in introducing soul statements and, and really training their inner voice to, to be more nurturing and loving and supportive? Yeah. One soul statement that I've thought of previously that just comes to mind is my wounded ego does not diminish the strength of my heart. And, and just you're, you're returning to that, that, if you will, that pre-wounded little girl or little boy that still is alive inside you and connecting with that, per, that who you were before, before anybody told you that you were doing something wrong or uh, before, you know, how did you love, you know, before that? You were, you didn't love, you were love. Everything was, you know, <laughs> love. Yeah. And so th that, that part of you, that aspect is still alive. And so if, if you can reach down, virtually reach down inside and, and say hello to that pre-wounded person, that, that aspect of you and welcome their input. To, and reassure them that you're more resourced now than you were then. And you're, you're like a mentor and a protector to the younger you. And that's, that's one place to start. Uh, and then you can even write a letter to the younger you. You know, sometimes we write a letter, oh, the five-year from me person yes. that I'm going to live into. Well, there's also the five-year-old person. Yes, Corey. You were and that's still not all the way gone away. And you can write right. that, that you a, a letter. I'm a big believer in that writing to the younger parts of yourself that, that still need your loving attention. That's right. That's right. And then, and the more you are, the more you feel resourced, the more you can, you know, navigate rough patches. Cause you remember I'm, I'm more than my circumstance. I'm actually, I'm not even my body. I have a body, but I am not my body. It's, and I'm not my thoughts, but my thoughts help me decide meaning and assign yeah. meaning. And so uh, one soul statement that I found personally very helpful is when I trust love, I can handle whatever happens. When I trust love, I can handle whatever happens. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Corey, how would you like to, in things with us? Has there something that's on your heart today that we haven't discussed that you'd like to share? Well, the thing that comes to mind is that just to kind of, if I were to wrap it up in a statement or two, is just that each one of us can learn. We can learn to call up the best part of ourselves in a moment. So I am not my story. Mm. 
Mm. I have a story and that's, you know, good and right and okay, but it's, I'm more than that as well. And so the next right action is just a little more obvious, a little bit more accessible when you're connected to your value and to what you value. And that's where the soul statement can inform that. Absolutely. Corey, I appreciate you as a friend. Your book really has helped me to continue to upgrade my inner voice and inner knowing of what's unarguable, as as you say, and what is true. And I'm just, I cherish you as my friend. And I'm so grateful that our lives and paths are connected. Thank you, Lisa. I feel the same about you. And I want to share where people can find you. I have down, and tell me if this is correct, your website is core, C-O-R-E, relationship.com, as well as on Instagram at Corey Lion Folsom, and on Facebook at core, C-O-R-E-F. That's all right. Do you have a preferred way of people to reach, for people to reach out to you? Nope, and all of the above. Awesome. Corey, thank you for your time, and I look forward to seeing you in Los Angeles. Very good. Until then. Yes, until then. Bye. Bye. That concludes today's episode, you all, with my dear friend, Corey Lyon Folsom. Check out Soul Statements, his book. Another Here's another view of it. And all of my love, I just send you and wish you peace and love this week, this weekend, and I will be with you next week for another episode. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review All Things Therapy on the platform you're listening from. And let's connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at NOLA Therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy reflecting my two favorite cities and let's keep changing consciousness one conversation at a time join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.